Hello everyone, and welcome back to Agents of Damned, our Let's Play D&D podcast featuring myself, your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Roman. And as always, I am joined by my fellow players. Hi guys, I'm Katie and I play Safe. Hey everyone, I'm Christina and I play Wintera. And I'm Drew McLean, and by the big dick energy of Bahamut's bachelor pad, I play the good doctor, Arlo Agon. I legitimately thought you were just going to end that with his big dick energy. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been so much better. It's like, and by Bahamut's big dick energy, (laughs) no (laughs) follow-up. Yes. Oh my god. He walks in the room, you know he's there. All right, let's get the recap going. Oh, you don't want to talk about how I broke your heart last time? Uh, oh, it was such a heavy episode. Let's keep it moving. All right, fine, fine, fine. Fair enough. Last time, the agents took Oliver with them into the forest of lost giants to find Bookworm's old lab. Along the way, they found the forest was infested with corpse flowers and the zombified remains of Fearbulg. Eventually, they found the lab and made their way inside. As they progressed through the various levels of the lab, they learned that Bookworm was attempting to give life to a spell in the hopes of reviving his dead wife and creating a source that others could use to do the same. However, when he reached 7th level spells, he was killed by his own Finger of Death spell, becoming the necromantic puppet of the spell he had just created. And thus we resume our tale. When Tara is staring mouth opened at everything that's happening, and quite honestly, the orb that's in her hands just falls to the ground. She is no longer able to hold on to it because she's just like, her man goes to her mouth. As you drop the orb, The illusion fades along with it. It almost flickers out of the orb itself. Oh. Oh my god. That was some heavy shit, not gonna lie. Language. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't even... Oh my goodness. Tara, you feel one of your arms becomes very heavy. Specifically the one that was holding Bookworm's hand. As she has fallen to her knees, tears streaming down her face. When Tara does not have words because there are none, but she, she like, hugs her so tight. (sighs) So, um, what now? Well... She's going to go over to Bookworm and Winterra and kneel next to them. Listen, you two. I know what we're all going through right now. What you, specifically Bookworm, are going through right now. It's, it's a lot. It is. This is a horrible turn of events. And I'm sorry that you are struggling with this. But you're not alone. And we need to push forward. She takes a minute, but does eventually manage a very meek nod. It's not okay right now. It's not. And it's okay for you not to be okay. 
None of us are. But we can do this. We can, and we can do this together. When Tara eventually like looks over at Sibo, since he's the one that asked what now, and she's just like, the papers in this room, can you try to see if there's anything that can help us figure out anything that can be done against that animated finger of death? It. I, I don't think we might need to look around. I think I'd, I wanted to give you, I, I know for Bookworm this is tough, but get in the, the details of everything. I think I might actually have an idea on how to take this thing down. Okay. Well, it's a spell. Even if it's alive, it's still a spell, isn't it? What are you getting at, Arlo? Dispel magic. Could that... Could that work? It'd be a long shot. It's a high-level spell that we're going up against. But if we could keep ourselves covered long enough and cast that enough times, it couldn't possibly hold up to it. At least I don't think it could. Okay, but... I don't think we should plan to go up and figure this thing out with only one idea. That thing destroyed an entire forest. It destroyed much more than that. And we're gonna make sure it can't do that again. Exactly. It did much more than just the forest. And I'm... I'm gonna make damn sure that the same thing that happened to Bookworm and her family, it's not gonna happen again. It's faint. But you do hear, just barely, a very soft voice on the wind say, Thank you. Oh. Oh. Book, bookworm, you gotta, like, like do, like, a, a tap or something when you do that. Like, I, I full thought there was a ghost in here. I mean, besides my precious boy. Bookworm, I know this is not, like, the best time, but should I call you <laughs> Lily now? <laughs> I just want to make sure, like... Well, you're half, you're, you're right about one thing for sure. Bad timing. When Tara looks horrified at you at that question, she's, she's mouthing, what the fuck did you think you were doing asking that now? What's wrong with you? I just want to know what name there, there's like, we, we gotta like, we're about to go into a combat situation. We need to like, make sure everyone's names are like squared away and that we're, there's no miscommunication. We need to go prevent this before it gets worse. That's our job, isn't it? Uh, that is what they put on our paychecks. Those signed gold coin paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> Sign here, and here, and here, and here, and here, and here. <laughs> Each individual coin has like yep. a little thing. It is our job. But we need to make sure we do it safely. Safely? Well, you know what I mean. No, no, no. Safely. Speaking of good timing for things. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Wonderfully done. <laughs> this is beyond science. So what are you all doing? Uh, I have like a kind of a plan of action. I think we need to like set a trap for Andrew Fancy Fingers. 
and the former cat boy. I think we need to update Ryan. Oh, yeah, we should also do that. Um, Arlo, like, says, like, all right, you guys start um, spitballing ideas for playing. I'm going to excuse myself from the room real quick and uh, update Ryan with a stone call. How far out of the room do you go? I guess I guess I just go just outside of the room. Like, we went through a door to get here, right? Yes. Right, I just I'm, I just go like just outside the door, I guess. You attempt to make the call, but you only receive static. You are too far underground to be able to make any form of communication presently. All right. I guess we're waiting until we're back above ground. I'm still like waiting to see if Sibo has like looked at any of the papers, if he has any ideas. After he does that search, he comes back to you and says, I honestly can't find much of anything other than... I mean, it's more technical stuff, really. Just theory about how to control the spell after you animate it, the process of animation, what goes into it. There's not, like, weaknesses or anything listed like that. It's... It's more processes and theories. I mean, you're a science guy. Can't you break down the process and reverse engineer it to do it, but in the reverse direction to deanimate a spell? I, I mean, with time, yes, but... Hmm. So I, I've been admittedly looking at some of these um, as quickly as I can before you pocketed them, and they... This was not something that he did over the span of a few weeks. This was... This was years of research. To be able to just immediately reverse engineer that, it would... It's unthinkable. I need to go back to my own lab, like, really dive into it, figure out exactly what... How... We need Granifor. When Tara says suddenly, she's just like, Beholders have that anti-magic ray. We need Granifor. Oh, I thought you oh. meant as far as, like, the research. He would not have been helpful there, but yes, that could be good. Now that, Wintera, that is a multi-pronged attack, and I fucking love it. Wintera helps Bookworm up and just kind of, like, helps brace her, because this is, like, a lot, I think, for her more than Wintera, even though Wintera is, like, kind of also spacing out as they leave. Oh, if any of you have the gall to say you're having a worse time than Bookworm, I'll personally go over and slap you. No, when Tara's just kind of, like, drained. Yeah. Yeah, both bookworms are having a real rough time, because, like, one bookworm has been really emotional writer, and the other one is, like, very clearly dead. The other one's a, the other one's a zombie slave. So, you all head outside? Yep. Yeah. Okay, you all make your way back up through the levels, and back outside of the front entrance where you first came out. You are now back in the woods. And I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. Oh boy. 26. That's a 19. 19 for me as well. Alright, as you all exit, you feel something begin to overtake you. But you're able to immediately brush it off just in time to see two figures diving down at you from the trees and now I need you all to make dexterity saving throws shit 11 that's a uh, 15 25 
Saith and Arlo, you two manage to get out of the way as these figures drop down from above. But when Terra is not quite so lucky. You do, however, I will say, have enough time to push Bookworm away so she is not also caught up in this. And I have the little one. He's, he's, I, I didn't say it. He's on my back or something. I don't know. He was with me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And you are grabbed by this large figure. And you all now see the twins, Sasava and Avasis. But they look different from what you remember. Sasava was originally, when you saw him, very plainly dressed. But now he is dressed in elaborate finery with jewels, rings, piercings, necklaces, all sorts of adornments all over him. While Avasis, who is currently holding on to Winterra, is far larger. She looks as if she has just consumed an entire cow. She is massive compared to the last time that you saw her. Like, does it look like she just has, like, a big old belly, or does it look like she has gains? Like, does she lift, bro? She she does not lift. It is, it is, I won't say it's directly belly, it's, like, evenly throughout, but it's a thick snake. Oh. Oh my. She thick. Um, can you not say the phrase thick snake no more? <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. I will say, there's one other thing that you all definitely notice. Okay. And that's the cursed gems inside of them. Oh. Yep. There it is. How long has it been? Oh, hey, cantaloupe. It's a process. <laughs> Pretty sure it's only been like two days. That's a weird way to pronounce cantaloupe. It's not cantaloupe. It's a process. Sasava. Yeah, I got it. And Sasava pulls out from a satchel that he has a large piece of meat, throws it at Avas, and she just downs it in one bite. <sighs> Thank you. Anyway, where were we? Oh my god. Have you been stress eating? No! When Tara eyes the, the one one go eat meat eating, she's like, honestly, that was kind of impressive. If it wasn't for the fact I plan on eating your knees, I'd be moderately impressed. Joke's on you, I don't have knees. You have plenty of cartilage! That's... Fair. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Uh, we're not in the mood, so I'm not gonna give you any banter. Uh, you can stop now and go peacefully, or I'm gonna do you a fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm with him on this. You can go ahead and drop our friend, turn your asses around, go find Ash, suck his dick and get over it, and uh, leave us the hell alone, or we can just go ahead and do this. No, you want to suck the dick? Okay, great. Let's do this. <laughs> Should we roll initiative? Can we ro- Jordan, can you tell us to roll initiative, please? <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with this. We gonna do them a fuck, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll initiative. I got a 19 with my plus zero, so 19. I got 22. 16. Okay, so... Starting things off. Say. Where is the cursed crystal located? On their chests. 
on their chests. On their I'm going to call a shot. On which one? I'm going to call a shot. It's going to be a paralyzing shot on Avasis. The one who's currently holding Winterra? Okay. Okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, no, no, no. Please, please. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll go for Sasava. I mean, if she misses, is it guaranteed to hit me? <laughs> I'll think about it. Holy shit. Also, just to clarify, when you say call a shot, you don't, you're not referring to like your called shot ability. You're just referring to like an ammo type, right? Because you said, you said one thing, but then dictated another. That's fair. Yeah, no, we're, we're just going to go for the paralysis. Okay. Just want to. So she needs to make a con save on a natural 20. Oh. Well, I mean, (laughs) we'll see what happens. Hmm. Well, this is going to be... It's pretty close. Um, does a nat 1 pass? <laughs> uh, hey, you remember that one time where I fucked you over sideways? I'm going to do that again unless you go ahead and give up. So you got my brother same as before. If memory serves, I had you on the ropes last time. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then I fucked you over sideways. Because that's what we do. Because we're literally the police. So, you want to go ahead and let her go? Or do you want me to call a headshot? Because I'm pretty damn good at this. Joke's on you. You already took your action. Oh, yeah. See, but I get a second shot. Because I'm good at what I do. I feel like this is longer than the six seconds typically allotted for a turn. All right. (laughs) I guess this is what you want. (laughs) They're they're talking at Sonic the Hedgehog speed. Talking shit at the speed of sound. <laughs> How much uh, damage did you deal to Sasava? Oh, right. I didn't actually roll that out. No, did you I? didn't, and I kind of need to know because all you've done so far is paralyze him. Yeah, so he takes 43, 43 damage. Cool. He uh, looks very bad. Mm-hmm. Is that it for you? So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do... God, something really difficult. I promise I'm not gonna kill you, Intera. Oh no, hit her. Alright, I'm calling a shot this time. I'm going for the head. Okay, if you are going to do a called head shot, you absolutely will hit Winterra if you miss. I know. But it's not gonna kill Winterra. She's her she's better than fucking Avasis. Fair enough. Um, don't forget you roll this at disadvantage. Right. Let me grab a second dice. Anything Pendleton can do? Uh, no. No, no, no. Don't no, worry, be- I got you. This is something I've been waiting to use. Because of the nature of how this works, it has to be rolled at disadvantage. Okay. When Tara's just, like, watching Saith, like, trepidate over whether or not to make this shot, she's just like, I trust you, do it. <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> Of course you did. On both dice! Did you roll two not twenties? both dice! On Katie, both what the fuck? What the actual shit? Hell yes, hell yes, Wintera, trust in her! Wintera said, I trust you and it's a dice! I can't! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, thank you all so much for listening, it's been fun. <laughs> Fuck me! 
You oh, would. Holy the shit. The dice could not have pulled that off better oh, than God. I trust you. <laughs> do it. Two nat 20s. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, okay. All roll right. the so fucking thing. Was that so three that's... natural 20s in one turn? Yes. Yes, it was. And I'm crying. I'm literally <laughs> crying. So oh, am God. I for a very different reason. Right. Katie got All fucking right. loaded dice. God damn, son. Oh, wow. Look at that. Max damage. Weird. Uh-huh. Fucking. That's 18 points of damage on Avasis. Okay, we li- Is that it? Really? Well, it's a D10 of piercing damage. Okay, okay, yeah, so... Gotcha. And for the head, she's stunned for a turn. Yes, yes, I know. So now they're both paralyzed. I said I trusted you. I knew you could do it. Yeah, no, Winterra, you are now fully, fully free. Nobody fucks with my friends. Especially not these assholes. We've already kicked their asses before. And also, you, little one, you repeat any of my language from today, and you're going to regret it. You hear me? If I tell my mom you threatened me, I think you're going to be the one in trouble. Oliver, you repeat any of this language. We're going to have some words. Oh, Fair. Fine. See, she said it. Now it now it actually is allowed. <laughs> but that was good, little one. That was great. Seriously. Thank you, Thank you horny lady. I... Don't, Whoa. don't, <laughs> don't, don't explain it. <laughs> don't you do it. Is that going to be you a You know what? It's because I have horns. That's it. You know? That's right. Yep. That's, that's what say, it means. That is what it means. That is yes. the only thing it could possibly mean. Because I have horns. The end of that sentence. What else could it mean, Seth? So anyway, let's go ahead and cuff these guys. They're paralyzed. Stunned. <laughs> Call Ryan. We fucking found him. <laughs> Is that your turn? Yes, that's it. I'm done. Okay, cool. Layer action. Of course. Oh, you thought I was going to make this easy? No, eat a dick. From the ground, you all start to see movement. At first, it seems rather unassuming. And then you see several giant snakes erupt from the ground beneath you as they surround you. Can't be serious. They would respond, but one's paralyzed and the other is stunned. So banter's off the table for the time being. That's fair. <laughs> what, the giant snakes don't have anything to say? They're snakes. I can understand them. <laughs> Do they pop up and go, Are they going, we're snakes? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jared could fucking understand them. What are they saying? Wait, yeah, she can't. What are they saying, Jordan? <laughs> he wasn't prepared. He wasn't prepared. No. <laughs> No, I have something, but I'm debating between that and we're snakes. Because <laughs> that's really good. You hear some of them saying, Protect them, protect, protect them. Kill them, kill the intruders. Kill the enemies. We're snakes, we're snakes. <laughs> Brother, did you know that we are snakes? Yes, we are snakes. And we've been snakes this whole time. Tara, quick, take the meat out of his pocket and feed the snakes. 
Yeah, okay, sure. So, if you recall from the last time that we did a horde encounter such as this, this horde is a layer action you're going to have to dwindle down, otherwise you'll just keep taking damage from them every turn. Ugh. So, as these snakes attack, specifically you guys, because I'm not going to make you worry about NPCs right now, you all take 20 points of piercing damage. Ow. Wait, do we not get to roll? No. What? Nope. Well, okay, you can roll a con save for the other thing I'm about to do to you. Mm. That's fucking rude. Yes. Dirty 20. Oh, I got a 19 on the con save. I got a 15. Okay, you guys are fine. You will only take an additional 15 points of poison damage. Wait, wait, I have saving grace. Does that count for this? I passed, so I shouldn't take damage. Yes. Okay, I don't take poison damage. Neither does Saith. I think she also had it. Hey, did we take damage in recent episodes? You've had a rest, so you shouldn't have. That's right. No, I, I, Depends on. on how much you picked up from the short rest. Yeah, I think Arlo took all of his die. That's what you said last time. Okay. With that... Oh, yeah. Also, um, the uh, two of the snakes also each got uh, Sasava and Avasis up on their heads, similar to the last time you encountered them in Silvery Moon. So they are currently 30 feet up in the air. And it is now Arlo's turn. Am I near the two snakes that have um, Cantaloupe and Avasis? You you didn't even get it right. Oh, Am I near the God. two snakes that have cannibal feel, and sasaba feel, melon? Feel bad. You can't even do your own dumb joke right. I am too busy reeling over the fact that I took 35 fucking damage. <laughs> yeah, sucks, don't it? You sucks. <laughs> They're surrounding you, so yes, as long as you can get 30 feet up, you are good. No, I'm talking about like just the, like, I'm talk- I just want to hit the snakes that are carrying them. Then yes, you can. Actually, does flying count as, like, um, leaving their attack area? They don't do opportunity attacks. They're just a layer action in which you will take damage unless you can dwindle down their health. Hey, so my talisman of rebuking, does it automatically push enemies away from me? Yes, it's an automatic push. Okay, so the the snake is pushed away from me, and then um, before Arlo takes his action, can I use um, Hellish Rebuke as well? That is a reaction. So you have to pick one. Okay, so I'll just use the talisman for now then. Okay, so then they take, they will uniformly take psychic damage equal to your proficiency bonus. Oh wait, bonus. I also have Hellish Rebuke. Yeah, you can just do Hellish Rebuke. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. All right, they automatically fail the save because I'm not. They don't All have right, stats. Saith, what's the the damage on Hellish Rebuke? You should have that pulled up. I don't have it pulled up. Two D ten fire. Neat. Ooh, they're gonna take a whopping six fire damage. Ooh, meaty. Ooh. They feel the singe. Anyway, Arlo, it's still your turn because that was just a reaction from earlier. Okay. So Arlo is gonna like just look directly at the the two snakes that um, carry away Sasaba and Avasa and go, hey, 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 cut that out! Um, and he's gonna pull out his war hammer and he's just gonna like lay into the first one as hard as he fucking can. All right, go ahead and roll the hit. I think Katie is contagious. <laughs> you cannot be fucking serious. I think Katie is contagious. <laughs> oh my fuck! I'll send I'll send yes! you a picture if you need it. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> this is the best. Katie is contagious. 
I just want one challenging encounter. That's all I want. <laughs> and I have that upgraded warhammer now, so it's like, well, I have it, so. That's suck a dick. So it's suck eight a plus dick. six. I just want to feel like a big boy, that's all. <laughs> no big boy for you, baby. Oh, that's 25 damage. Nice. Oh, okay. And I'm going to use War Priest to use my bonus action to hit him again. Cool. That one's not a natural 20. What is it? 16 plus 9, so 25. I mean, it still hits. Oh, wait, I forgot to add 5 for that last one. So that last one also had an additional 5 on it. Cool. That's uh, 15 damage. And that's including the 5 that I remembered this time. Okay. Yeah, so Arlo, like, straight, like, pulls the hammer out. He's like, hey, 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 cut that the hell out. And then just, like, wails into the fucking snake. And then, like, holy light erupts from the hammer. And then, like, pushes it back to, like, give him a backhand strike on the snake again. Yeah, no. The radiant light that emits from your hammer as you swing also happens to arc and knocks several of the snakes back in addition to just the ones that you were hitting. Is that going to be it for you, Arlo? Uh, yep. Okay. Mintera. My turn? Yes. When Tara looks at all of the snakes and she looks uh, dead at Avasis and Sasaba and she's like, you know what's even better than snakes? Snakes that I'm making. And she's, like, adding, like, extra little hisses so it's in Snake. So the snakes know what's about to fucking happen. She's speaking, like, Spanglish, but it's with Snake. Snakelish? Snakelish? Snanglish. Snanglish. Yes. And she's going to summon eight giant poisonous snakes. Oh, good. Yeah, so that's that, and I am happy to do this whole rolling thing for their their biting. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Safe. 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 Oh, that was so close. That almost landed on a 20. Damn it. <laughs> so close. It's not a bad roll, though. Let's see. They get a plus six to hit, so that's going to be a 20. Is that a 16 or 16? 22 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Okay. Six times eight. What is that? 54 piercing damage? Magical piercing damage? On the other snakes? Is it now? Yeah. Huh. And I don't know if they can take poison damage, but if they can, I need them to take a con saving throw. I I refuse on the basis... That they're just gone? That there are no snakes left to make con saves. (laughs) Did Vasus and Sasama take fall damage from the ones they fell off of? (sighs) They're gonna fucking die. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh my god. Is that going to be it for you? Is that going to be it for me, Jordan? Why are you asking me? I don't know. Put handcuffs on them! Run over and put handcuffs on them! Yeah, actually, can I just fucking handcuff them? They're already fucking stunned at this point. The snakes are gone. Yeah, we should just cuff them. Can I just cuff them? Rule of escalation of force. Would that not be like an... Did you already do an action? I guess, yeah. I guess I can't, but... But you can! Can Wintera just chuck her, chuck like a pair of handcuffs? Like, wait, first time out, wait, don't do it. Wait, wait, wait. 
What if my precious boy got to make his very first arrest? Oh, me a ghost. He can touch things. He acts on your turn. I didn't get. I didn't get to have him act. Precious boy makes an arrest. Precious boy makes an arrest. Modi, Modi didn't do anything makes an arrest. either. So. Precious boy makes an arrest. Do we want Modi to do anything though? Let's be real. Honestly, like I, I still want to keep using him. You know, like I don't want him to just be like a useless mechanic that just kind of stands there. Like he's not. I'm not using magic based on him. I'm just like, go make yourself useful. Like go put cuffs on them. He won't. He has to be a like larger than a cat to do that. Well, yes. But he hasn't had a turn. I mean, can I just use my bonus action to just, like, toss the handcuffs to, like, bookworm and be like... Go at it. Go at it. Like, go fuck him up. Uh... Yeah. Well, I wanted Paul to be his first arrest, and he's already wearing his little sheriff hat. Who, who are you tossing it to? Bookworm. I'm not tossing it to my brother. He's a kid. All right. You, you toss them over to Bookworm, who will attempt to go over and cuff them on her turn. Okay, that's fair. I just wanted to... Just asking. No, no, you're fine. You're, you're quite all right. That brings it over to... The twins' turn. Avasis cannot do anything as she is stunned. And based on how paralysis works, Sasava at least gets to attempt a saving throw. Katie, I assume... A 17 passes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay, so Sasava does actually manage to rend himself from the uh, paralysis. And he is going. Oh, does Sasava have a multi-attack? Or multi-action? Multiple actions? They, they both have multi-attack. I sure hope it doesn't try to run past any of those snakes with their opportunity attacks. Right, all eight of them? He's surrounded by snakes, but in a bad way this time. This must be a very <laughs> weird day for him. He's like, normally I like this. Actually, hold on a second, I just realized. My snakes are magical face snakes and they're friendly to me. Good fucking luck. One second, I need to look something up before I decide how big of a douchebag I want to be. Oh no, snakes, why have you betrayed me? So, what you see Sasava do, he begins to build up energy in his hands. And he says, Alright, alright, fine. I think I see how this is going to go. If that's the case, I always found corpses a little bit easier to loot. And he is going to cast Eldritch Blast. And these blasts go whirling past you guys. You turn to see where on earth Sava was aiming. It's the tree. Oh, you wish. It's going towards Oliver. He freezes in fear. And then, just before it makes contact holding his hands out flames begin to emerge and the eldritch blasts erupt against this flaming figure as you see a bear made of fire 
standing in front of Oliver. Yeah! Get it, little guy! Oliver looks at this thing confused, clearly. He, he did not mean to do that. And the bear turns to face him. And as they look at each other, after a moment, Oliver breaks out into a huge smile and screams, Twinkle! <gasps> you followed me! Oh my god, I knew it. He gives the flaming bear a big hug. Sasava looks and is like, Oh, come on, that's not fair! Hey, shut your mouth and let him have his moment! It was my turn! You're gonna fucking regret that. Bullshit. Do oh. not make me come over there. We have a bear made of fire. Your turn is invalid. As Oliver pulls apart from Twinkle, he then says, You want to help him out? And Twinkle nods as Oliver shifts. Hell yeah, Oliver, go! Now, I will say that is the end of the twins' turn while Sasava is conscious. Bookworm is still shaken and is not going to approach, so she is just kind of standing her ground for right now. Fair. We are back to the top of the order with some new rules. Oh boy. Oh no, you're gonna like this. Oh boy. So, Bookworm may be not really feeling it, but you now have a freshly shifted bear, his fiery companion, and a forgotten gnome that is still there and willing to help out. Alright. So, here is what you guys can now do. You can take a reaction to have one of the NPCs act on your turn. Okay. Oliver is capable of casting Fairy Fire, Burning Hands, or taking a Bite Attack. Twinkle can make a Flaming Strike or a Bite. And Sibo can cast Grease, Shield, or use his Eldritch Cannon. Safe, it is your turn. So, Safe is going to take out her net and throw it on Sasava. Okay, make a ranged attack. <laughs> Building up all this voodoo, they're, they're gonna backfire on you at a critical moment, and I'm going to love it when it happens. It's gonna be during Sate's arc. She's gonna roll nat ones all the way through. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> she needs to pay for four fucking arcs of this horseshit. <laughs> Have you rolled anything else? I mean, yeah, he's in the net. All right, little one. Go ham. Yeah. What would you like him to do specifically? Whatever he wants. Whatever you want. You fuck him up any way you want. He looks down at his paws, looks over at Twinkle, and says, I think I'm starting to understand the fire thing now. And he's going to cast Burning Hands. I do not believe Sasava is capable of really doing much as far as, like, you know getting out as trapped by a net. So they will both just automatically take that, and that is going to be 12 fire damage. Nice. 
How is he doing? Which one? The Sasaba. Not great. <laughs> Anything else for you, Saith? Uh, no, I believe that's it. I gave the boy my action. All right. That brings it back to another layer action. At this point, the stun on Avasis has worn off. And she is going to look at you all and say, Why can't you all just stay out of the way and just die like you're supposed to? And... I need all of you to make intelligence saving throws. 18. I don't remember if I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I'm proficient in intelligence, thank God. I have 23. I got an 11. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't remember if I'm smart or not. Oh, uh, well, well, Drew, I got sour news for you, my friend. <laughs> You're not, as it turns out. Arlo, as Abbasis unfurls her hood, you see these eye-like patterns, and they permeate into you. And all of a sudden, you are face-to-face with Ryan, eyes glowing red, with her sword drawn, just as it was the last time you were in Silvery Moon. And you will be taking 11 points of psychic damage and are frightened of this figure. Oh, no. The rest of you do not see this. Ryan, what are you doing here? I heard your message. Oh, God. She's gonna kill me in cold blood. She's going to split my skull with a pickaxe and bury me in the desert. Just like the old Romany woman said. All right, Arlo, it's your turn proper now. What, what, do I do a save? At the end of your turn, yes. Wait a minute, there's still a shit ton of snakes around, aren't there? Yes. They're not your, <laughs> they're not your snakes, though. <laughs> Crusader's mantle. Wait, oh, what? God. Crusader's mantle. Holy power radiates from you in an aura within a 30-foot radius, awakening boldness and friendly creatures. Until the spell ends, the aura moves with you, centered on you while in the aura. Each non-hostile creature in the aura, including you, deals an extra 1d4 radiant damage when it hits with a weapon attack. Oh, fuck yeah. Jesus. What was that range again? 30-foot radius. Please note, radius, not diameter. No, I caught that. Oh, God. So I cast Crusader's Mantle. <laughs> Is that cool? Get him. I mean, yeah, it's cool. I don't like it, but it's cool. <laughs> does that only apply to beasts, or does it apply to us, too? Oh, no, that applies to everything. Sweet. If you are a friend, it just says friendly creature. Sweet. Or no, it, it says non-hostile creature. They don't even have to oh, be my sweet. friend. They just gotta be, like, not fucking with me. Not hostile towards you. <laughs> they have to be generally not fucking with me. So yeah, I do that. The, the, the end. I, I summon forth a bunch of holy energy and cloak it around myself. And then look at Ryan and say, hey, be, be cool. I imagine that as you do it, it's like you just do like a shrill screech and then the mantle just pops up. And then just Crusader's mantle pops up. 
Uh, is that it for you? Yeah, that's it. All right, Matera, you're up. First question, can I position myself in a way that I can get to both Avasis and Sasava in a straight line? None of them have moved, so yes. Great. I do that, then cast Ride the Lightning, and the fury of a sister's scorn passes through me as electrical energy runs through her, and her hair stands on end. She's like, don't fucking touch my brother. And she's going to ride the lightning through both of them. What is Ride the Lightning? It is a Grim Hollow Player's Guide spell. It's also a really good Metallica song. You transform yourself into a bolt of lightning and can teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Each creature within five feet of the line created between your starting point and final destination takes 4d6 lightning damage. Holy God! Don't fucking touch my brother. Shit, yeah. Holy uh, you have hell. to that's 4d6 plus 1d4, yeah? Uh, it has to be a melee attack. D- did you say I need to make a save, or does it just happen? Yeah, it just says instantaneous action... Transport yourself. Each creature within five feet of the line takes 46 lightning damage. There is no roll at all. That's pretty oh. fucking good. All right, Hell. do it. Sweet. Okay. That's a very good spell. Actually, I wish I had that spell. 17 lightning damage. God. For both of them. And then, you thought snakes were on your side? Think of fucking Gen. Ventura's <laughs> so mad. Just don't fucking touch him. And don't forget your 8d4 of additional damage, radiant damage. Jordan, Jordan remember, that's, uh, that's going to be 8d4 of additional damage. No, I heard it. Eight of them. Horrifying. This woman is so scary. The 16 hit? Yes, 16 hits. Oh my god, Jordan. <laughs> I don't think... That's a fucking four. Oh my god. Okay, 24 plus 54... So, 78 damage? 24 of that was light, was radiant? Oh, my. Let's just split that down the middle for both of them. How much did you say that was again? Each of them takes 27 magical piercing, and then 12 magical radiant. So, 39 damage total. Yeah. Cool. And then, Sibo hasn't gone yet? Nope. Hey, short stack. I have a name. Why did I answer that? I think the name is short stack now. Sivo, <laughs> uh, check the ones that you're wearing. It says short stack and it has a little stack of pancakes on it. <laughs> I'm just reading the onesie. What do you want? <laughs> Fucking hit them. Which one? I can only hit one of them. The one that tried to hit my brother. Fine. He misses. Barely, but he misses. Do better. I'm tr- I'm emotionally compromised. Do better. You're very mean. Is that gonna be it for you? Yeah. Okay, that brings it back around to the twins, who are definitely looking fucking horrid right now. Let me see if they can do fucking anything right now. Hold on. I have just realized one of them has a spell that actually might be able to do something, and they are now no longer fucking stunned. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I just realized I forgot to do something. Um, Arlo, you were supposed to uh, re-roll your intelligence save at the end of your turn. Oh, shit. Cool. 
got a fucking 11 again. <laughs> Take another 11 points of damage, please. Fuck. This is bullshit. How is Arlo looking? This is not his favorite day. This is not his favorite day. Avasis is going to cast Hunger of Hadar. Ooh. Uh, open a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. A 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold radiates. Uh, bitter cold appears, centered on a point with range and lasting for the duration. The void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. I hate oh, God. that. Hey, I hate this. Hey, hey. <laughs> You could have just read the mechanical part of that spell. You didn't have to describe the slurping noises to me. No, because I knew that the slurping noises were part of it. I wanted to. I don't, li- I don't I, want I, it. I don't, I don't want the slurping noises, though. I don't want to know about the slurping noises. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area, and creatures fully within the area are blinded. The void creates a warp in the fabric of space, and the area is difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn in the area takes 2d6 cold damage. Any creature that ends must make a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles rub against it. Oh, God. I'm renaming this spell Bad Touch. Um, Yeah, because everything about it is real bad. Why is the word milky in there? I don't know. Ask Wizards of the Coast. I I don't know. Hey, Wizards like the of the Coast, do you have a human resources department, there. or are you just kind of freewheeling it? Oh, God. How much damage do we take? Well, it's if you start your turn there, uh, but I'm going to say that they're mostly trying to envelop the snakes, or at least some of them, since I'm assuming they are surrounded, so they are going to do that. I'll say on the snakes that are more centered behind them, because, uh, you know, they'll still take the damage if they stay there. And then Sasava is going to turn to face the other snakes and subsequently y'all and unfurl his hood. And I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. Does a 16 pass? Wait, me also or just them? Um, you're, you're already distracted. You're fine. Cool. Oh, shit. Nice. Not 20. Nice. So 27. Can you roll for We're your snakes, too? Yeah. 14. So, Saith and Winterra, you guys are unaffected by this. You're able to see through the hypnotic pattern. Your snakes, on the other hand, not so much. So half of them are currently charmed by them and are otherwise immobilized. The other half are currently within the hunger of Hadar but that is all the two of them are capable of doing right now. So that's going to bring us back around to the top of the order. Safe. Yeah. I'm gonna pull out my Mizium apparatus. Oh, is my baby boy so upset that I'm not paying him enough attention? And she's going to take him off her, sh- her her shoulder and she's just going to start kissing his face and like rubbing him. <laughs> it's okay, baby boy. My sweet baby Modi. I promise you won't be ignored for long. Does a 16 hit? Oh, shit. <laughs> no. 
All right, he attempts to claw at you, but misses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what a grumpy baby boy. <laughs> Mr. Man's gonna get a whole can of tuna when we get home just to make you feel better, okay, baby? My suffering's already been long and eternal, bud. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. This is very brave of you, I will say. <laughs> I'm gonna use Scorching Ray. Okay. Does a 19 hit? Yes, which one are you aiming for? Oh, uh, right. I'm gonna go for, um, Sasava because... This ain't no burning hands, this one's different. <laughs> no, he, uh, he went after my baby. Well, hold on, hold on. That first one hit, roll the damage on that first. Okay. Because I'll say, he's close enough you may get to switch targets. That is six damage. You can you can go for a Vasus now. Listen, I gave you a chance, did I not? I did! I gave you a chance! Now I'm just mad! Does a 16 hit? It does. And that is 12 points of damage. Uh, Voss is not looking great. You wanna give in? Loses first! Uh-huh, okay. That's what I thought. Oh god, there's more! And that is another 16. Oh, fuck. And that's seven points of damage. Alright, Avasa's not looking super great. Is that gonna do it for you? That's it. Alright. That is going to be... Uh, no, that one already happened. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that just leaves... The last layer action. You feel the ground once again begin to shift. But it is not giant snakes that you see this time. But rather, the ground beneath you is engulfed in poisonous snakes. I need everyone to make me a constitution saving throw. Dirty 20. 16. Do you need me to roll for the snakes, too? No. Okay. I rolled a 17. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sathan Arlo. You both are poisoned. Damn, how high was the con? It was much higher because these ones don't do damage. They just poison you. Okay, fair enough. So that is going to bring it back to Arlo. I kind of thought she'd be dead before I had to get back to my turn, <laughs> so I didn't look that hard. Yeah, suck shit, don't it? I tried, I'm sorry. Let's see what we're doing today. You still see Ryan? So I know Arlo wouldn't write out, like, he definitely wouldn't, like, try to harm Ryan. So, um, I'm gonna cast Hold Person on Cantaloupe. Does that drop the concentration of the, uh, is the other spell a concentration of the plus four? Uh, fuck. I don't care if it is, I'm just curious, so I know. Yeah, the concentration spell, hold on. Let me see what no, it's fine. Do. No, just do, do whole person, it's fine. It's not like they're hurting for that extra d4 of damage. Because I have a plan and she's dead. Fucking wrecker. When Tara has so many reasons to be pissed, they've tried to hurt her brother, they helped to fucking curse her, she's like... 
this has been a long time coming, and it's only been in a short period of time. They also very specifically sealed off your memories. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the whole person thing. I guess I gotta drop my thingy. Okay. So uh, wisdom saving throw four four four. Wisdom is a plus one, so that's gonna be a nineteen. That passes. Yeah, I can roll good too. Sometimes. Aww. Well, because I remembered that my precious boy exists, and he sees that his papa is in danger, I would imagine that he would uh, attack the scary snake lady now. If that is what you would like him to do. What does he have again? He has his necrotic breath, uh, which is a uh, DC 12 con save, or he has a plus one to attack for a bite attack. Necrotic breath, homie. Okay, let us... He, he will fly on over to Avasis and attempt... Oh, he'll breathe on. We'll see if it actually impacts her or not. Jesus Christ. We're <laughs> the same thing again. Nice. I mean, for me, yes. Yep. Yeah, no, so, sorry. It, it ain't doing. Alright, I guess I'll, um... I'll burn my reaction... And call it to Sebo. He'd be like, Sebo! What? Get me out of this situation or else I'll call you short stack forever. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing. You're just standing there doing nothing. Obviously, I am stricken with fear as my lady love has come here to end my life. What? Fine, whatever. Uh, he's just going to attack Avasis. Does Avasis know what I'm seeing or is Avasis like, um... <laughs> <laughs> Like, look, we're moving a lot a little fast. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Avasis is aware of the illusions that she creates. I think she just makes them. Also, Sibo, Sibo's cutting it a little bit close here, but um, he just barely manages to get a hit with a nat 20. Hi! Wowzers! He really doesn't want to be called short stack anymore. No, he really hates that. <laughs> he, he, on his little jetpack, flies up point blank to Avasis shoves his eldritch cannon right in her face and says, for the record, I'm decently tall for a gnome, and fires point blank. (laughs) As she falls back unconscious. I imagine there's a half second of Arlo going, oh, did that one a bit? Oh, no, that was the snake. That was was cantaloupe. I see what happened. Okay, yeah. I can see how that was confusing. I can see how that was confusing for everybody. It's not Ryan. Carry on. Yeah, the illusion fades. When Tara's breathing so heavily as both of them fall, because, like, the culmination of everything has just hit her. Saith's gonna go over to her, and she's just gonna be like, It's okay. We did it. They're down. And look. Look at your brother. Look at him. He is still in his bear form, playing with Twinkle very happily. Oh, boy. I'm so proud of him. But tired? I need a minute. I... Rest. Also, we should, um, we should, we should, uh, stop, make sure they don't wake up. And, uh, Bookworm has my handcuffs, so I'm gonna leave that to you. Going right now. I need you all to roll me a history check real quick. Oh, boy. I love when you do that. Thank you. Uh, I'm useless. I rolled a 10. 18? 3. 
Quintera, you remember something oh so critically important. They're cursed! God fucking damn it. And the gems shatter. You see their bodies begin to morph. Sasava grows horrid, matted fur and claws out of his hands. His fangs turn long, almost like that of a rat. Meanwhile, a bossis, her mouth rends open, going down the entirety of her body as her form swells up to monstrous proportions. As the two of them rise back up, you see a satchel that Avasis had on falls. And from out of it, you see, rolls a cantaloupe. (laughs) (laughs) Which she then, or rather, that this creature she has become crushes beneath her feet. As we are not done yet. Wintera, it's your turn. Holy shit. I'm sorry, did you think that was all I had to throw at you? No, I actually was nervous because I was like, wait, they're cursed. And like, I was thinking that. And then I was like, oh, maybe they won't do it this time. Oh, fuck no. That's too easy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Fuck. Well, Jordan, here's my question for you. That's mildly important. That was part of my plan from before. In our game, how many feet can I get something to fall in one round? What? If I drop something and I want it to fall in the same turn, how high can I drop it from? Because there's different things in different places. Some places go off of feather fall at 60. Some places say technically there's a source in the player's handbook that says 500. I just want to know what we're doing in our game. Oh, uh, what's fall speed? Um, we'll just say 60. I don't know. Okay. And then how are we doing fall damage? Like, for something that's getting hit by something. Oh, my God. Okay, when when you say that, do you mean, like, something that is falling is hitting them? Yes. Okay. It would depend on the item. It's more of a heavy animal. I Are don't... you going to drop a whale? I don't much care for this question. <laughs> I am I am asking if I drop my concentration on my snakes, which no longer are helpful, because all the shit going on for them is done, and I redo conjure animals at some distance in the air, and something's gonna fall on them. Well, I'm figuring. I'd like to figure that out. This is why I love hate playing with you. <laughs> She's literally terrifying. What I will say on this one. Allosauruses are pretty heavy. Uh, oh god, why'd you have to say that? We're rhinoceroses. Oh my god. Dude, giant constrictor snake to be funny. <sighs> what is that what is that actual falling rule? It's like I do not remember it off the top of my head. I don't normally factor in falling damage because I tend to do things on flat ground. <laughs> Until me Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily say if that applies to uh things that are getting hit by something, it's just the creature No, it absolutely does not say that. That one I know, which is why I'm saying I need to hear what you're dropping on these fuckers and from how high so I can make that call. 
1d6 bludgeoning for every 10 feet it falls to a maximum of 10, 20d6. So, 6d6 bludgeoning damage for my creatures. God. Uh... There's two of them. So, what's the biggest challenge rating two creature I can summon? I'd like two Allosaurus to be summoned 50, 60 feet in the air and fall on them. What size rating is an Allosaurus? They are large. Large, okay. Look at things you're dropping them on. Well, that's an interesting detail I didn't notice until just now. Okay, interesting. What's the interesting detail? I'll get to that in a second. Oh, boy. Great. So, here is what I will do for you. Okay. I will say that in the case of the creature that Sasava turned into, something that is known as a verminous abomination, this is also a large creature, so I will say to that end, it will take the 66 in full. Okay. Now, as I'm looking at the thing that Avas has turned into... Is it extra large or huge? It is gargantuan. Jesus fuck. I did not realize this. That's horrifying. We're just fighting a titan creature. Uh -huh. A titan snake woman. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A, a bloated gastromorph, if you will. Jesus. Horrifying. Thank you. So, what what we gonna do for that one is, I will say, that is uh, the 66 but halved, because I did not realize how fucking big these things were. <laughs> Oh, that delivered. Ask and you shall receive. Really? Because I've been asking for way better rolls than I've been getting. 26. And I'm just going to go ahead and bonus action shift. <laughs> no, that's, that's quite fair. Is that going to be it for you? For now. Cool. It's their turn. So, the bloated gastromorph is going to be the first one to act and it is going to do a claw attack on the Allosaurus that fell upon it. Does a 23 hit? No, Jordan, I don't think that ever should hit anything, but manages to. Yes, that hits. <laughs> that is going to be 16 points of damage. He's fine. Okay, well, I'm not done. That's fine. Next, he is going to... Uh, let's see. Target is a large or smaller creature. Perfect. Uh, the Allosaurus is also, by the way, now grappled as well. And he's now going- and, uh, the bloated Grasmorph is going to take a bite attack. Does an 18 hit? Yeah, it does. Cool! It takes 25 points of damage. That one's just gone. Just poofs in its mouth. Wow, right you are, because it was attempting to swallow it. <laughs> it doesn't, but it- it's gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, it still has one more attack, and it is going to try to claw at the other Allosaurus. I'm going to assume 19 hits. Mm-hmm. Alright, that is another 16 points of damage, and that Allosaurus is grappled. It is now the Verminous Abomination's turn. And what it is going to do... You see this thing burrow into the ground. And then, from the hole that it dug, 
you see four swarms of rats immediately come out and they are going to swarm this grappled dinosaur. Mm. 16 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Cool, that is going to be 28 points of piercing damage. It's gone. Goodbye. Well, they were fun. It was fun, and thankfully means that we didn't get hit that round. Yeah, yeah. that round. It is now back up to the top of the order as Bookworm is now cowering in fear of these things. Book. Bookworm, you can do it! I believe in you! Bookworm is not doing jack all this. That's. I'm just trying to be helpful. <laughs> I know she's not doing anything this round, but I'm hoping it helps later. Saith, you're up. Alright, I'm going to take a shot with my crossbow. I'm gonna use concussion and knock them prone. Does a 18 hit. I am assuming you are specifically aiming for the one that's still above ground. Yes. Yes, 18 hits. Alright, so that's 22 thunder damage and in a Additional six piercing. Okay. And they are, uh, they need to roll a con save. Alright, uh, can you tell me how much that total damage was? Uh, yeah, so 22, uh, 28. 28, alright. Jesus Christ. 16? That, yeah, she passes. So she's not knocked prone, but she still takes the thunder damage. I just want you to know I rolled an 8. This thing has amazing con. Jesus. Anything else for you? Nope, that's it. Alright, um... Oh, actually, I'm, um... Because I can take a bonus action, right? Yes. Alright, so I'm gonna do another one. But this time I'm going to strike her with entanglement. Okay. Alright, that is a 17. That matches, so you just hit. Okay, and she needs to make a deck save. Keep rolling in them big numbies. That's a two! Hot. She's entangled. Um, also, she takes an additional eight points of damage. Alright. And that's it. I'm done. Okay. Uh, the poisonous snakes from before, now that their masters have become horrid monsters, they, similar to the gnolls that Emor led after he transformed, they disperse as they no longer recognize this creature. So the lair actions are moot. Arlo, you are up. Cool. So, um, I'm gonna assume that I'm just generally kind of nearby cantaloupe. Yeah. I mean, as, as nearby as you... Would probably feel like being to the... Like, I don't imagine you went up and did a whole lot of melee to her. So you can reach this creature if you desire. You know what? Go big or go home. I'm going to reach this creature as I do desire. Alright. Uh, and now I'm going to make a melee spell attack for uh, inflict wounds at... Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Inflict wounds at a fucking fifth level. Hot diggity damn. Do it, my dude. That's gonna be a, a 21 to hit. That hits. Lay the pain. Yeah, so that's gonna be 7d10 of necrotic damage. That's gonna be 51 necrotic damage. 
Oh my god. That is a lot. And that, that is, a is a Matern. Oh wait, also my precious boy will breathe its breath at it. That's a recharge, so roll me a uh, d6. I got a 6. Okay, yeah, he can do it. Nice. He do it. Alright, we'll see if this thing fudges its amazing con. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, god really? Yay! Uh, let's see. It rolled a Precious 4. Precious baby boy. It rolled a 4, but it gets plus 8 to con save, so that's 12. The DC was 12, so no, it's going to take it. <laughs> He's the chosen one. So that's Get 9 it, points of necrotic damage. Is that going to be it for you? Can I do a free object interaction to take a little bit of the cantaloupe and chuck it at her head? <laughs> the, the cantaloupe that I canonically said was stepped on, so is currently mixed with whatever horrid secretions this thing has, plus the rotted dirt beneath it? Sure, go nuts. <laughs> I just wanted to do something. I've been largely useless during this fight. You just did over 50 points of damage! Yeah, that was This time, <laughs> I spent the whole other fight just like, ah! <laughs> it's two very different versions of this fight, alright? We'll talk about it later, but... Alright, I won't, I won't throw Caleb at, at her, but I will antagonize her by going, um... Hey! Hey! I know, deep down inside, that you can still hear me, that you're still you in there, and I just want you to know, you a bitch. <laughs> okay, that's the end of my turn. Yeah, it does not speak common, so. <laughs> Hate to tell you, that was mostly for you. I, I still feel better. All right, Winterra, you're up. Excellent. So I'm going to chuck my spear. Zal's going to come out. I would like to get on Zal's back. You may. I would also like to use bonus action and chaos shepherd creation. You enter your shepherd form. <laughs> yes. And as such, my spirit totem has come out and it is going to be the eagle spirit, which is going to merge with the mantle of the periton. And so I add half of my druid level to all my ranged attack rolls and dex based skill checks and saving throws. As you do this, the rest of you notice that her shepherd of the woodlands begins to change. And it now takes the form of a longbow. That's so cool. Yeah, so I'm going to be like, hey, Zal, well, we need to get up and away, please. Uh, you can hit them on the way down before we go all the way up, but we need to do that, please. Thank you. Zal nods. Does an 18 hit? Avasis. Yes, 18 hits Avasis. Sweet. 22 magical piercing. Alright. And then I'd like to go the fuck up. I guess about 50 feet. Up the fuck you go? is not going to call out to her brother, although that is her first thought. She's going to call out to Sibo. She's going to be like, Hey! Hit her! Hit her so that she stops being around! That's the only way to get this to stop. Yeah, okay, got it! Uh, sweet, sweet Sibo. You were doing so good for a bit. Sibo... I'm going to stop using Sibo, because apparently whatever I call on him, he just doesn't hit. I mean, there's all, there was also Twinkle you could have called on. You know, the fire bear. When Tara doesn't... When Tara 
is scared of the fire bear, and so she doesn't want to. That's why she was like, she needs a minute. Fair. All right, so is that going to do it for you? Yeah, that's all I can do. Okay, so the twins are now up. So I, I couldn't help but notice that uh, restraint does not prevent attacking. Huh. Hi, Arlo. What's up? Hello, hello, person who decided to go up in melee. What's good? Claw attack. Does 18 hit? No. Okay. Second attack. Second attack misses. Final attack. Final attack by default misses because I cannot do any better than that with disadvantage, so. Nice. There are, however, still rats, so let's see. Um, I will say... Hmm. Oh, hey, I just realized we have Fat Snake and Rat Snake. Oh, yeah. I'll have the rats go after Saith because Saith managed to restrain, and so Rat Boy thinks that's a bigger threat. Uh, rolls, there you are. That's a nine. Nope. I will say that while the rats do miss, Saith, the ground beneath you starts to rumble as this thing pops up behind you and is going to attempt to make a bite attack. Okay. Oh, there we go. There's those numbies I love to see. Does 23 hit? <clears throat> yes. 13 points of piercing damage, please. Youch. Half that. Yeah, half it. So that's six. And then I need a constitution saving throw, please. 19. You pass. Hell yeah. And now I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke. Yep, alright. That is not as dexterous as I thought it would be. That's honestly kind of surprising. Well, that's going to be a 12, so I'm going to assume it does not pass. It does not. 14 points of uh, fire damage. Okay. It is now going to make a claw attack. That's going to be another 23 to hit. 10 points of slashing damage, have to 5. It's still doing okay. Cool. It's also going to then uh, reburrow back underground. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. I have very specific strategies with these things. Say it's your turn. I'm gonna take an action to throw out my black pudding. Alright. So he's just gonna take a moment to form. <laughs> See, even he's a better pet than you are. <laughs> Might as well be. Why are you so dramatic? There you go. Okay, see, just say King of the Nine Hells. That's all we need. I'm going to use my Ring of the Ram on Avasis. 23? Yep. And I'm going to use my bonus action to use a second charge. So that's 14 on the first hit. Less impressive, 21. Still hits. It's over 20. Fuck off. And that is an additional 18 points of damage. This thing is definitely starting to, like, cough up blood as well as the phlegm from within it. 
It is a horrid, disgusting mess. Mm. Is that going to be it for you? That's all I can do. Arlo. So, I'm going to cast a spell that, you know, I know I haven't cast before, so I've been been waiting to to bust out I this have, bit that we've I never heard. I have, like, heard. three possibilities you could be saying right now. <laughs> so, I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. And so, again, this brilliant bit that I know you've never heard. Have definitely heard. They all take on the visage of Dragonborn music star Ronnie Flash playing his hit song that I know, you know, you guys are just chomping at the bit to hear what I've decided this na- this song would be called. Again. Spectral <laughs> uh, horseman within the clouds. It got a nat 20 on its save. Ooh. So anything that failed took 16 damage and anything that uh, passed took 8 damage. Okay. I'll burn my reaction to call out to the fire bear. And Arlo's gonna look over at the fire bear and say, Um, honestly, now that I look at the fact that you are a literal bear made of fire, I pro- you probably should have been the very first thing that I called out to to help out. You, uh, wanna jump in here and, like, you know, uh, you know, start fucking these guys up? Tw- Twinkle looks to Oliver and Oliver says, Get him! And he is going to charge in. Would you like him to uh, use his flame seed ability or his bite attack? Flame. Flame one. Fire sounds good. Kill it with fire. Okay. He is, go- he is going to roll his attack. That is going to miss. Right. I would also like Polly Darton to um, make an attack. I'm going to roll to see if he gets his brand weapon back. That is a two. Did that get it back? No. <laughs> How about yes on twos and re- sixes? What if I really... What if I really... <laughs> twos and sixes. <laughs> then I'm afraid you're just setting yourself up for greater disappointment. You can still do his weakening bite. All right. I'll, I'll, he, he do his weakening bite. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll that. It's a plus one to hit. So, that's a seven, but... But because I'm petty, uh-huh. I'm going to burn one of my channel divinities. Wow. All right. For God's blessing, when a creature within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll, you can use your reaction to grant the creature a plus 10 bonus to the roll. You cannot do that. You already used your reaction. This isn't a reaction. You said reaction. Uh, you use your... Ah, fuck. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not smart. <laughs> we know you failed your intelligence oh. save earlier. <laughs> I think the, fr- the the me softly whispering, I can't remember oh. if I'm smart or not, just encompasses my entire oh, person. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, right. never mind. I don't use my channel divinity, and he, his bite does a miss. That would have been really cool, though. <laughs> Makes you feel any better. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Wintero, you're up. All right. So there's going to be a little bit of uh, chaos to the order of the way that this needs to happen. Oh, good. Because this has been so orderly so far. <laughs> so Wintero, like, pats Zal on the neck. And she's just like, hey, Zal, I need you to hold steady for a second. And she's going to, like, take aim with her longbow staff. But she's not firing, like, a regular bow out of it. She's actually going to be ice knifing from it. I'm just doing this as, like, flavor. That's sick as fuck, and I love that. 
Uh, yeah, same. So she like takes the tip of the like the ice knife arrow, like rubs it against her forehead for her her usual ice knife sweat water. Takes aim at Avasis, and I add my druid level to that attack roll, or half my druid level to that attack roll. Yes, you do. Because I just said ranged attacks, not ranged weapon. No, you didn't. So that's going to be, let's see, 30, 20 plus 7, 27. Hits. Sweet. And I didn't say this earlier, but I meant to say that I'm casting it at second level. Mm-hmm. So D10 of piercing damage. That's a six on the piercing. And then I don't think anything could be within five feet of her because she's gargantuan, I think you said. <laughs> this this is factually true. I could argue Arlo, but I've poking through the ringer enough. <laughs> so I need her to make a deck saving throw. All right. And she is restrained. So that's with disadvantage. Going to assume an eight does not pass. It does not. So she's going to take full 3d6 cold damage. Oh, sweet. Jesus Christ. You shall the second not level. pass. Yeah, no, I caught that. Uh, 12 plus 5, 17. And then she's going to bonus action, change her spirit totem. And so she's going to switch it to mama bear, no longer baby bear, mama bear, down on the ground. So everyone's going to get temp HP, who's on the ground that's her ally. How much temp HP? 14 temp HP. The rumor come out, is Tara and pregnant? (laughs) Shut up. Her baby bear become mama bear is because pregnant. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's the flavor that we came up with. You see that her her longbow shepherd staff again switches, so it's no longer a longbow, but now it's switched into a great axe. And then she's gonna call down and she's like, Zal, I need you to drop me on the ground before you hit that or hit that thing and then drop me on the ground. And so Zal will make his attack. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Holy shit, Jordan. You did fucking not. I just did. I can't. <laughs> you, do you remember what Zal did last time he crit? Because I do, and it was fucking stupid. <laughs> Why do I only get these on, like, saving throws? Why can't I, like, crit to hit you guys? <laughs> because fuck you, that's why. I, I want it too. <laughs> All right, so that's an automatic 20 dive attack damage plus... 20 die? <laughs> 20 die 44 from Zell. And then Let me let me let me stop you real quick right there. Oh sweet. Yeah, so Zell, I'm just like Zell drop me on the ground. It's okay. But hit her first. A- as you say hit her first, Zell goes into a hard nose dive and then full anime style like an arrow goes right through this horrid creature. As it falls to the ground in a pile of its own blood and viscera. And then Zal drops you off. Thanks, Zal. And she pats him on the head. She's like, all right, go back up in the sky. Zal takes off. And then when Tara is going to, like, land and she's next to Bookworm, she's like, I know this is scary, but I believe in you. Mind you, full on, like, She-Ra, Wintera, Shepherd of the Fae. (laughs) Roll persuasion with advantage. Okay. 26. I mean, <laughs> as you say this, you see her face gets flush again, but then she has a look of resolution as she sees you radiating with this wild, chaotic energy saying that you believe in her. And she remembers that she asked you guys here not to do the job for her, 
but to help. And that if she sits by and does nothing, then she is failing herself as well. She will now act accordingly on her turn. Yay, our baby. She's coming back. When Tara's like, do you remember that star bomb? She nods. I... I can't use it yet, but you probably can. As you try and handle that, she places her hand on top of yours and shakes her head no. But not as if she doesn't want to, but she has this look on her face as if she has another plan. Okay. And that's all her- that's her turn. Okay. That is, unfortunately, still going to be Sasava's turn first. And these rats are going to make a beeline for you, Wintera. Do any of them, like, uh, pass by me? Sure. Would they need to make the, the saving throw? For, like, coming into the 15s? I'll just take this roll that I did and have it be that. Just make it easier. Uh, 16. Uh, my DC is 16. Okay, so let's see. The way I was doing that was it. whoever would be the attacker on that one, so that was to defend, so yeah, that gets it. Cool, I'm gonna roll it. That's, uh, 12 damage. Alright, you knock out nearly half of the swarm, or the collective swarms. As they're elkabonged by Ronnie Flash's guitars. <laughs> they they indeed are, but they do still make it over. Now I will roll a new attack roll for them. That's going to be 18. No. Oh my! Yeah, they, they attempt to scatter at you, but accomplish largely nothing. I'm too vibrant. Useless. Don't you mean you're too fabulous? That too. But then from behind you, our rat snake friend is now going to resurface and make two attacks on you. Is he also within 15 feet of me? He went underground. But he come back from underground. And it doesn't say above ground. Let me have this one thing. <laughs> no. He, he You've can been fucking try. I'm running out of spells and I want my my things to do damage. You've done a lot of work in this. I need to have fun too. God damn it. I'm saying no. I haven't been hit once. I'm at max HP because of temp HP right now. And you're staying that way on this hit because 18, as we've determined, does not hit. Nope. No, I, did, I was using the wrong modifier. I was using the Swarm of Rats modifier. That that was incorrect on me. Uh, that was actually a 21 to hit the first time. That'll hit. Okay. The other one was a 19. Does that also hit? It meets. Okay, so that will also get it. That's going to be 13 piercing, halved to 6... And then roll a con save, please. 17. You're good. And then the other one is going to be uh, 10 slashing half to 5. And then he is going to rebury himself. Coward. It's a fucking rat. I'm still gonna say it. Oh no, it's fine. Don't you worry. It's Bookworm's turn. Go, Bookworm, go. Go, Bookworm, go. She blushes. Now, as her turn starts... You feel rain falling from above. And it starts off fairly light at first, but it starts to pick up. And you see that Bookworm almost looks more herself. And then 
you see her lips start to move as if she's attempting to say something. And a breeze blows past all of you as you hear druidic incantations. And she is going to cast Control Water. She gathers up the falling rain and forces it down into the tunnel and Sasava is forced out the other side in a geyser. Nice. That is the coolest thing I've seen today. And is completely exposed. Safe, you are up. My black pudding is gonna go after the big guy. The little rat boy. Yep, go after the rat boy. Alright, he is a hungry baby. I will also say he landed prone outside, so y'all get advantage on these. 16? Uh, 16's gonna hit. Okay, great. Uh, my boy is just gonna start, like, trying to swallow him. I mean, like, he's he's gonna do... If he's gonna be, like, on top of him, then it's just gonna be four acid damage. I guess I'm just gonna fire at him. Hey, if it ain't broke. Hey, um... Hey, Jordan. I, I will slit your throat. <laughs> and use it to water my plants. My god. Even I'm kind of tired of it at this point. Like, it's just not even fun anymore. <laughs> You're right! It's not! That's amazing. Uh, oh my <laughs> actual fuck. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. No. I'm not doing this on purpose. I will not hold this against you to the day I die. Alright. Well, they're gonna take eight points of damage. That That cannot be it. You crit. Oh, oh, right, okay. You yeah, do this so uh, often, how have you not learned this? I'm not good at math. Again, Katie feels like we're, like, hustling someone at a pool hall. <laughs> like, everything about her screams is like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Oops, another natural 20, won't me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this feels like we're being dishonest with Jordan, and I don't know why or how. <laughs> No, I swear to God, like, I'm really, I'm really not, like, at this point, like, I'm, I'm, like, kind of pissed at my dice for being this good. Then stop using it! I'm gonna retire it for the night. Retiring the blood dice. Alright, so it is 18 points. Sure. Because it's 1d, 1d10 for piercing on just, like, a regular shot. Sounds about right. Alright, that's all I can do. Wouldn't you also get, wait, hold on. Yeah, you get sneak attack, too. That's three fives, so, uh, fifteen. Cool. He looks so bad. <laughs> Arlo, you're up. How far away is the the lad from me? How far away is, is, um, is Ratboy Jones? He is within range of whatever you want to do, be it go up to him or hang him with a spell. I just kill him. Okay, Arlo wants to run up to him. Well, it's kind of like we're on the ground, like reeling in prone, and just kind of like bear hug him, and then like pop his his wings, his ink wings. Oh my god! Yeah. And then and then just lean over and whisper into his ear. I learned this tactic from watching cool friend Tara, and then just shoots up into the air with him, and then like um like. Um, I, I would imagine he's kind of like squirming, squirming and such. 
uh, and then just fucking drop them. Or better than drop them, like, what, how much damage would I take from doing, like, an Izuna drop? I will say you will both take the same amount of damage if you do that. Which I will just have be the stand. I'm assuming you're going up 60 feet. Oh shit, I can go up 60 feet because I have the wings of the Valkyr. I'm going to look directly at Sibo as I activate the wings of the Valkyr to double my fly speed to bring ourselves up 60 feet. You see a tear roll down his face as he is elated. The days are! And he shoots up. <laughs> And he's, uh, and he's like, he's, he's, he just drops him and he's like, I know this is lame as hell, but enjoy the fall! Roll 3D, roll 66. Yay! If this is how this fight ends, I swear to God. Uh, that is 21 damage. God damn. He close, he's so, so close, but... I will burn my reaction. Uh-huh. Since I've already made that connection with Sibo and he's like, I know there's more data we can get on this. Tag team this shit, Sibo. You're right. Sibo, at the final moment, gets a dirty 20 to hit. Oh, oh my God, yeah, Sibo. Remembering how cool he felt when he blasted Avasa's point blank, he goes up and does it again, says, I can't miss if I'm this close. Shoves his rat snaws right down the barrel of his cannon and fires for exactly the amount that was needed. Oh Yay! shit, Sibo! Sibo! Really pulled through for us, big guy! No one calls me Shortstack anymore! He says as he victoriously rips off only the top half of the onesie revealing his beer gut. Oh, And that is where we shall pause our tale for now. Hello, everyone. This is your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Roman, here with a couple of post-episode announcements. I want to thank you guys so, so much for listening and ask that you listen through all this, just, you know, post-stuff, so you can get to the real meat of the episode, the bloopers. But before that, we would ask that you check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash agentsofdan. We have a bunch of other amazing stuff for you guys, like our after show, Peek Behind the Screen, our monthly Tales of Episodes, the opportunity for an end of episode shout out, and even the ability to be part of a special one shot DM by either myself, our own Drew, or our own Christina. Or you could maybe check out our website at agentsofdamned.com where you can check out full cast of bios as well as a link to our merch store, which is also found at tpublic.com slash user slash AOD. If you want to talk to us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Facebook is at AOD. Twitter is at agentsofd. And Instagram and TikTok are at Agents of Damned. For our specific Twitters, you can find me at Pokechap, Christina at Krikachu, and Katie at Missy Mystery. You can also talk to us on our Discord over at AOD. We even have a special Patreon-only channel, so 
you take the time to become a patron, then you can be part of the Cool Kids Club over there. You can also occasionally find us streaming over on Twitch, over at twitch.tv slash AODcast. Don't forget to leave a review and share the show with a friend. Until next time, bye. Trying to figure out a new dessert option for the menu. Apparently, people don't like dark chocolate anchovy grill parfait! Hmm. It is an interesting issue. Have you considered searching outside of our sales? Perhaps might I recommend uh, just cheesecakes by Tina Rose? Who that? Who that? Why, just cheesecake by Tina Rose is local bakery that specializes in cheesecake found in southern Charlotte, North Carolina. As the name implies, they make cheesecake. That all? I mean, hell, I can do that. Oh, Betty, you misunderstand. They make so many. They have regular cheesecake. They have cupcake cheesecake. They have so many amazing options for you to choose from. Hmm, interesting. Where can I find them? You can find them on facebook.com at Just Cheesecakes by Tina Rose. There they have all sorts of pictures of all of the different cheesecake that they make. And when you're ready to order, you can contact them there. Hmm, sounds good. I guess I'll give that a shot. Remember, Betty, it's just cheesecakes by Tina Rose. That wasn't bookworm. What? That wasn't bookworm. What do you yes, mean? It yes, it was. was. No, our I bookworm. You said it wasn't. I said it was because you were freaking out saying it was something else. No, not uh, no, no, not original bookworm. Current bookworm. Yes. Yes, that's what I said. I said, "Oh, it's bookworm." Jordan, why'd said, you name these two no, characters the same name? It's confusing. Well, technically, bookworm has another name, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Lily. Are we calling bookworm Lily now? Actually, in character. Also, I rolled a natural twenty on the hellish rebuke. You don't. Roll oh, a d20. Still, still rolled it. Still pretty good. Congratulations. You get a emotional support cookie. So <laughs> Roll your damage. We need to enact a rule like in Monopoly where if you roll doubles too many times, they put you in jail. But like for Katie. <laughs> She's on your side. I know. But at this point, I was like, now I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like um, a pool hustler. Oh my god, oh my god, can Zal help? Can you guys just, like, play, like, fucking fetch with him like a hawk when they drop a rabbit to snap its neck? Oh my god, that was- Excuse you, what? (laughs) Holy hell! Christina, I wanted to do, like, a seismic toss, Jesus Christ, Christina! (laughs) Let's let's take out his innards and play jump rope with them!
I wanted to have like a little wholesome moment where I was like, I learned this from my cool friend. You was like, snap his fucking neck like a little bunny rabbit. Drink the blood. Consume the marrow from his bones. Oh my god. Are you okay? I don't think she is. She's been been in that room too long. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna change it now. No more wholesome. You made it weird. No, dude. Do what you were gonna do. Do what you were gonna do. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. I just thought that would be like. <laughs> I went too far. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for not being able to control my bloodlust. <laughs> I just right, wanted so... him to die. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I... It, you know what, you know what, like, cut star. this cut this part out. Is it funnier if I keep doing the exact same, um, ba- like, fake name and song, or is it funnier if I switch it up every time? It's funnier if you switch it up. I don't know, you've done the same one the first two times, and the second time it was when you genuine, genuinely forgot, so I say stick with the first one. Okay, fair enough. Also, Christina, definitely keep this in, don't listen to him. Don't, <laughs> do not fucking keep this in. <laughs> Alright, so...